Blog Talk Radio. Hello, citizens of America. This is Anonymous. This is a message to all Americans, Democratic or Republican. This is your final wake-up call. It seems that Americans are all sleeping. We live in a country that was founded on freedom and it seems that the people of this country are sound asleep while the elite take it all away. We have candidates running in this election that have been proven to be liars, murderers, adulterers and not in the best interest of the people. They are robbing us of our human rights and stripping us of the freedom we once had. It's sick to watch this country ripped apart with citizens that have given up their rights to recognize the plots against us. The elite's goal is to have empower another puppet from either the Democratic side or the Republican side that they can control. They will defraud us publicly of our right to choose the next president. It has been said in the media that the party chooses not the people. Are you going to just sit there and watch it happen? Votes are being stolen. Delegates are being taken on both sides and the media publicizes it like we are supposed to just accept it and move on like the slaves we are. This is a call to action. Wake the fuck up. Your vote counts and it's time to get off your asses and go to war. It's going to take every American to get the fuck up and do something. It's time the elite scumbags get a taste of Americans standing up and squashing them like the six scums they are. Listen closely. There are more of us than them. It's time we unite together and take this damn country back. Our freedoms are already being taken from the Obama administration. There is one person running that will clean house. There is one person who is taking the bullets from the demonic media who lie because they are funded by those in power. The media is a machine of the elite created to sway you to believe what they air on the news to manipulate you to do what they want. Every other word out of their dirty mouths is to deteriorate your confidence in the one person who they fear. Donald Trump. Anonymous believes in your will to choose who you will. We also believe you need to be competent to vote for who will deliver on what you believe. If you care about this country you need to choose wisely. Donald Trump is taking on a sick and twisted power that want global domination. They want to depopulate the masses and have global control. They want you and I to be their slaves. They want to keep control of the financial system leaving us to be their puppets whom they have complete control. We are scum to them. We are below them. Donald Trump is trying to slay the dragon. Wake the fuck up. Why do they attack him? They are scared and it's your job as a citizen to protect your country from the scum. Take the media for what it is. It's a power mechanism to brainwash us who they think are stupid, ignorant, and programmable people who are below them. Well. It's time we go to war. America needs to unite together as many and destroy these sick fucks. We need to stand as millions of voices unbreakable by their power moves to regain control of this process. They will pump millions into perpetuating their lies to steal this election and put in power whom they can control. This is a final call to action from Anonymous. Pay attention. Open your eyes. Stop being a puppet unless you want to remain in shackles controlled by the globalist. Get off your ass and vote. Make a difference. If you don't, when this country turns to shit, don't complain. When you lose your freedoms, accept it because you're the reason it will happen.
If we don't stand up and unite together as one people with one voice, divided by zero, we are all fucked. You have been warned. We are anonymous. We are legion. We do not forgive. We do not forget. Expect us. Thank you for joining us in the Black Truth Sanctuary. I'm Janice Graham. I'm off tonight and India Declare of the I Declare Show, which airs right here on Blog Talk Radio, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. is taking the mic. India brings it real, raw, and right now. So watch out. And with all of that, we say a wonderful Saturday evening to each and every one of you. Welcome to Our Common Ground, uh, of course, uh, normally hosted by the uh, the one, the only, the fabulous, the icon, Miss Janice Graham. I am India Declare, a.k.a. I Declare of I Declare Media, the I Declare Show, uh, sitting in for Janice this evening as she has a, a well-deserved uh, evening off. Uh, our uh, issues are serious and, uh, uh, wow, uh, 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 groundbreaking. Uh, and uh, our special guest this evening is Pascal Robert. Um, I have had the uh, privilege uh, to sit uh, boudoir fabulous and pajama fabulous and listen to uh, Ms. Janice Graham and uh, Pascal uh, chew issues up and um, uh, discuss uh, with all of you uh, the issues, events, and concerns, current and long-term, uh, in our best interest uh, and uh, in all of our laps. And uh, I have the privilege of being able to speak with uh, Pascal, myself this evening, and uh, you um, hopefully will get in uh, via chat room, which is open. Um, uh, the chat room is, of course, blogtalkradio.com forward slash OCG for those of you who are new to the chat room experience. Um, and uh, please uh, stay connected with uh, our common ground. Uh, Ms. Janice Graham has. Uh, 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 varying ways uh, to connect and engage. Of course, uh, the first is OurCommonGround.com, OurCommonGround.com. There is an Our Common Ground community forum, uh, and you can find that at OurCommonGround-talk.ning.com. Of course, uh, you are already following Ms. Janice Graham and Our Common Ground at Janice OCG at Janice OCG. Remember that hashtag talk that matters. Uh, and of course, Facebook.com forward slash OCG talk radio. Uh, she's on uh, the Tumblr. I mean, it's popping. <laughs> you have no excuse not to uh, be in connection with Miss Janice Graham and our common ground. And as I always say uh, on my own program, uh, if your uh, talk media library does not include our common ground, that talk media library is uh, incomplete. 
Okay. Uh, let's see the number here and pardon me. I've, I've got my numbers and websites and all that stuff. So ingrained in my brain that I have to look to the screen, uh, to get the number, the number to be heard here on our common ground is three, four, seven, eight, three, eight, nine, eight, five, two. Uh, once again, three, four, seven, eight, three, eight, nine, eight, Five uh, two. I believe we have uh, Mr. Robert on the uh, studio board. Uh, uh, Mr. Robert, if you are in the in the chat room, uh, uh, please let me know if that is you. I do see four four three, and in in my um, uh, lineage of notes uh, that uh, Miss Janice Graham left, she did not leave me uh, the number that you would be calling in from, sir. Uh, so uh, I, I see 443 on my switchboard, and I am only left to assume uh, that that is you. If you are in the chat room, uh, Mr. Robert, if you would please indicate uh, that that is you, that would be excellent. Uh, coming up uh, today, uh, this evening, uh, we're going to get into what um, a a a a game changing, a tragically game changing uh, issue, event, and concern in the form of a SCOTUS ruling uh, that dropped, I believe, on the 20th of June. Uh, that uh, uh, little uh, to no corporate media has been covering. Uh, little to no corporate media uh, has been covering the virtual gutting uh, of our Constitution's Fourth Amendment. Uh, I know everybody's into the, and I don't follow it, you know, sorry, but the basketball tournament or whatever the hell they call it, uh, or whatever your favorite reality show is, or whatever uh, distraction du jour uh, uh, you tend to deviate to. However, uh, please put that aside for two seconds, even though I know we have been programmed to have uh, 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 an insanely short attention span. Uh, put that aside because the issues that we are going to speak to this evening and get uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Robert's uh, take on uh, really connect uh, to your ass. <laughs> uh, so uh, thanks, Clarence Thomas. The hell is with that guy? Anyway, okay, so we're. I know, I, I know, I know. I, I, I know. I tend to. Uh, speaking of a short attention span, <laughs> victim one. So, so, so I tend to uh, 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 what drift, and so I will try to stay with the issues uh, that we're dealing with. Uh, so I don't get in trouble with Ms. Janice Graham. Also, uh, we're going to uh, talk about the uh, Congressional House member uh, a sit-in uh, uh, trying to move the uh, GOP uh, to, to, to bring a vote to the House floor uh, to bring some sort of sanity and humanity to our nation's gun laws. Um, edit, edit, edit. So I'm editing myself. Of course, I want to hear from you on that. Uh, also, uh, this Freddie Gray case in Baltimore. Uh, the latest, um, what, um, uh, non-conviction 
uh, for the uh, officer that was driving the van in the horrific and horrendous and and unjust uh, Freddie Gray case was exonerated on all counts. Uh, And also the uh, other Supreme Court ruling uh, in regards to uh, affirmative action and uh, uh, the hashtag Becky with the bad grades uh, has gone viral. And so we're going to deal with uh, Becky. Um, It looks like bottom line, she was uh, mediocre and uh, it wasn't uh, a race thing. Uh, So says the Supreme Court, you're just, uh, you know. Uh, mediocrity. Uh, do better and maybe uh, she'll get better. Uh, but that case that was put, uh, she seemed to be like a front for some conservative, you know, uh, organization. But that case, uh, 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 she lost. Uh, bye, Becky. No matter what, know your values. No matter what, know you matter. The I Declare Show, home of Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare Show is where we deal with the difficult, real, raw, right now. The I Declare Show. Real, raw, right now, talk media. I Declare. The I Declare Show, Tuesdays, 9 p.m. I'm Janice Graham, and I Declare. It's real, raw, and right now. The I Declare Show with India Declare. And that would be me. That would be me. Uh, please pardon me uh, as I make myself uh, familiar with Miss um, uh, Janice Graham's uh, studio uh, board. Um, uh, uh, we 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 rack our audio uh, clips up, which you don't care or don't you know. Uh, but we rack our audio clips up uh, differently. So I'm 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 having to navigate my way around, and I will. Uh, but uh, I'm just a little uh, bumpy uh, at first. Okay, uh, we're going to uh, bring up uh, Mr. Uh, Robert Pascal. Uh, uh, Ms. Janice Graham has prepared some audio for the audience for you all to take a listen to. Uh, Mr. Pascal, I believe that is you, but I am really not sure. Um so um, we're kind of winging it here at uh, our common ground. Uh, forgive me in advance. We'll take a listen to this audio and hopefully uh, have Mr. Robert Pascal up on our studio board. You're listening to Our Common Ground with the fabulous Miss Janice Graham. Uh, and here we go, Mr. Robert Pascal. Got a warrant? Who are you, huh? Who are you? What do you know about this RV? I'm the owner of this lot, which means you're trespassing on private property. As far as the IV goes, it seems to me it's locked, which means you're trying to break and enter. So I say again, you got a warrant? Well, I don't need one if I've got probable cause, counselor. Probable cause usually relates to vehicles, is my understanding. You know, traffic stops and whatnot. These round rubber things? There's wheels. This is a vehicle. This is a domicile, a residence, and thus protected by the Fourth Amendment from unlawful search and seizure. Look, buddy, why don't you just go out? Did you see us drive in here? How do you know it runs? Did you actually witness any wrongdoing? Seems to me you're just out here fishing. 
Don't see that holding up in a court of law. Oh, yeah. Look at these. What do those look like to you? They sure look like bullet holes to me. There's a firearm discharged inside of this domicile. I'm going to bet there's a judge or two out there see that as probable cause. But I tell you what, why don't you call the Albuquerque police? Tell them you got a DEA agent on your property making you very unhappy. See if they may want to send out to you. How come you're here by yourself? I mean, if this was a legitimate DEA operation, 20 guys rushing in here like the wrath of God. How could you have known they were there before you took off the tape? That's right. Probable cause needs to be readily apparent. Huh. There's somebody in there. I'll give you three seconds to get your ass out of here. One, two... This is my own private domicile and I will not be harassed! Bitch! Fine. Want your warrant? You're listening to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. Now joining India in this discussion of the most critical and mind-blowing decision of the United States Supreme Court, Pascal Rebera of the Black Agenda Report. And thank you so very much to Ms. Janice Graham. Uh, let us go to 305. I will say in advance, uh, I am not certain that this is uh, Mr. Rebera. Uh, however, hopefully uh, it is, and if not, we will take this call and wait for Mr. Robert uh, to join us. Uh, good evening. Welcome to Our Common Ground, Talk That Matters, and we respect you, 305. Yes, Mr. Claire, this is Pascal Robert. How are you? Well, a good evening to you, Pascal. So nice to meet you, uh, sir, and thank you so very much for joining us uh, this evening. As I said to the audience, I've had the privilege of listening uh, to you and Janice uh, on the airwaves, and, uh, uh, and it is uh, just that a privilege to be able to speak with you directly. Oh, thank you so much. I, I'm very humbled by your appreciation. Thank you so much. I, I look forward to uh, being on the show with you, and uh, I'm already enjoying your commentary thus far. Well, uh, I have um, uh, been, uh, uh, in, in, in doing research in preparation uh, for this production, I, I have viewed uh, some of your uh, YouTube videos. I have uh, been to your WordPress uh, site, and uh, 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 all I can say is thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for uh, bringing what I like to call the real raw right now uh, to uh, everyday Americans as myself to break down uh, the varying uh, legal linguistic um, uh, jiu-jitsu uh, for the everyday American so that we can know um, what uh, the corporate media refuses to discuss or put before us, uh, such as uh, the most recent ruling by the Supreme Court, the uh, am I overstating it by saying this is a, a, a virtual, if not literal, gutting of the uh, Fourth Amendment, uh, sir? Can you elaborate uh, on what happened to each and every American in this country via uh, the ruling of the latest ruling from the Supreme Court in regards to the Fourth Amendment? Absolutely not a problem. 
Uh, basically, Monday Monday that has just passed, the Supreme Court issued a ruling in a case, Utah v. Strife. Uh, I believe I'm pronouncing the name correctly. The name of the defendant is S-T-R-I-E-F-F. I believe that's Strife or Strafe. I don't know how, how it's actually pronounced, but I'm going to go with Strife. Uh, and Strife, ironically, was a white defendant who basically was uh, living in the house. Uh, the police, uh, he actually he was uh, visiting a house. The police officer in question got an anonymous tip, tip that there was some drug activity going on in this house. And the police officer, without any kind of warrant or any type of other probable cause, simply stakes out the house. And he sees one or two people. One or two people leave the house. So upon seeing Mr. Strife leave the ho- leave the house, he he you know confronts Mr. Strife and basically stops him, and then he uh, you know inquires you know what are you doing and he asks him for identification. Uh, Mr. Strife uh, gives him. Now understand, there's no reasonable suspicion for this this stop under normal circumstances. Uh, you know when the law really works, according to the Fourth Amendment jurisprudence, for a police officer to engage in what's called a custodial stop of uh, a citizen, he has to have at least reasonable suspicion that there is some criminal activity that is in, that is being engaged in, or that has just been engaged in, or is somewhere within the proximity of the individual in question. So, Mr. Strife, at this point, has done nothing to uh, incur reason, reasonable suspicion on the part of the police officer. But because he got an anonymous phone call that held, told him that this is a drug house, a trap house, I guess they would call them in today's contemporary language, uh, that he's going to go after this, this guy. And, 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 and custodially, a custodial stop just basically means when the cops stop you. That's a law school, mm-hmm. a fancy legal term for a police stop. So the police custodially stops strife. Ask him for for his ID. He runs Strife's ID and he finds out that Strife has a warrant for an unrelated offense. Mm-hmm. When I mean unrelated, mm-hmm. an offense unrelated to why he's being stopped. It's not a drug charge. It's not. It, it's a traffic stop. What he mm-hmm. finds out is basically Strife has what could be an equivalent to an an overdue ticket, missing, you know, paying a fine, some kind of. Mm-hmm. You know, mediocre, insignificant traffic violation that happens to millions of Americans all the time gets mm-hmm. Strife a warrant after the cop finds it. The cop immediately arrests Strife, does a search on Strife incident to arrest, and finds drugs on him, pops him for the warrant, arrests him for that, and charges him for the possession of drugs. Okay? Now, mm-hmm. up, upon the court hearing, Strife's attorney tries to, to, he goes to have what's called a suppression hearing. A suppression okay. hearing is a hearing that is done before an actual trial in which the defense counsel requests that certain evidence is suppressed or excluded based on something mm-hmm. law school lawyers know called the exclusionary rule. What is the exclusionary rule? The exclusionary rule means that evidence that is obtained in an illegal search or seizure that violates your Fourth Amendment right is supposed to be excluded from its use in your criminal case or in your trial, okay? Right. Why, why this case is controversial is that the normal status quo jurisprudence that I, as someone who went to law school, and 99.9% of lawyers out there learned is a concept called the fruit 
of the poisonous tree. This sounds complex. It's really easy. I'll explain it to you. What does that mean? The fruit of the poisonous tree means this. Whenever a, cat, a cop does an illegal search, that's a poisonous tree. Uh-huh. Any fruit that is found from that poisonous tree, i.e. any evidence that is found from the illegal search, drugs, a bad warrant, a gun, all of that fruit, because the tree was poisonous, because the search was illegal, the fruit is poisonous, and you can't use it, and thus it is all excluded from any, any of it being used against you in a court of law. Are you following right. me? Is that what uh, absolutely, I'm absolutely, absolutely. That is the way it has been and should be, but uh, the, the, the now of, 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 uh, ruling by the Supreme Court turns everything that you just uh, articulated so brilliantly upside down. Yes, because what the Supreme Court basically said in that case is that because Strife had a warrant, we're going to make an exception to the fruit of the poisonous tree concept. And that, that, by the way, that language is actually written by Clarence Thomas in the decision. He literally says, because we have to balance the needs of the state, meaning the cops, mm-hmm. we're going to bend our normal fruit of the poisonous tree jurisprudence and say if the cop believes or finds, actually finds first or believes, as according to this read, that there is a warrant, and if he finds one, not only is the warrant no longer poisonous fruit, whatever he finds incident to the arrest because of the warrant is not poisonous fruit either. It is admissible fruit and is not excluded under the exclusionary rule. And a lot of people are talking about Justice Sotomayor's wonderful, eloquent uh, dissent. It's a beautiful dissent. It's a wonderful, wonderful dissent. I will give you my opinion. That's not the most important dissent. The most important dissent in this case, in my opinion, because what Justice Sotomayor did is to give a kind of racial identity politics narrative of, oh, this is a, in the history of black people and brown people, this is terrible. They'll be affected by this, and we need to think about Du Bois and Baldwin. It's great. It's wonderful. But what Elena Kagan does in the last paragraph of her actual dissent is she tells you why this decision is a nightmare. And that's why I believe that Kagan's dissent is actually the more important dissent uh, of the two, because she doesn't get into any flowery rhetoric. She just tells you what it is. And what Elena Kagan tells you in the last paragraph of her dissent, which is on the last page, is that basically what this decision does is gives police incentive to Mm -hmm. basically hunt people down with reckless abandon and violate their Fourth Amendment rights because now they can make the excuse and say, hey, I only thought he might have had a warrant, and that's why Mm -hmm. I did it. So before Mm. the Fourth Amendment jurisprudence, because a cop would worry about the evidence being precluded anyway, he would Mm -hmm. be discouraged because, you know, sometimes cops get sanctioned when they do illegal search. You know, you can get... You can get a problem with your, you know, if you get, if you do that too often, you can get into administrative uh, problems with your police department, with your, with your superiors. So right. he, before that, there was a disincentive. And of course, we know in the real world these cops are doing it anyway, but there was at least a legal disincentive to engage in uh, illegal 
searches and seizures without reasonable suspicion. But right. now what Elena Kagan is saying in her dissent is that not only do we, the cops not have a disincentive, you have incentivized and invited them to basically go on fishing trips mm-hmm. among people to basically find out individuals that they may think are acting, acting untowardly and uh, use the pretext of saying, well, I thought he might have had a warrant. And and I'm actually trying to scroll on and get to her dissent because I'd like to read it. Yes, and I actually found yes, it, I'm and looking, if you will really indulge me. Yes, I am looking right at it as well, supremecourt.gov, uh, for our audience, uh, supremecourt.gov. I have that in the chat room uh, so that you can follow uh, Mr. Uh, Robert as he reads this, and I am uh, uh, actually thrilled uh, that that you are willing and desirous uh, to read that dissent. Uh, Supreme yes. Court. The last pa- this is the last page of the opinion. This is page. It's a thirty-one page opinion. This is on page thirty-one, and this to me is the the. This is the meat. This is the most important part of the dissent, in my opinion. And I'm not saying my opinion is gold or the standard, because Sotomayor did a wonderful justice. She did a wonderful thing with her dissent. Mm. But I find that this dissent by Kagan, this part here, is what the crucial part is. And let me read this right now. The majority's misapplication of Brown's three-part inquiry creates unfortunate incentives for the police indeed practically invites them to do what mm-hmm. Fackrell, which was the cop in this case, Fackrell mm-hmm. did here. Consider an officer who, like Fackrell, the cop, wishes to stop someone for investigative reasons but does not have what a court would view as reasonable suspicion. If mm-hmm. the officer believes that any evidence he discovers will be inadmissible, he is likely to think the unlawful stop not worth making precisely the deterrence, the exclusionary rule is meant to achieve. Here she's saying that the exclusionary rule normally would stop the cop from going buck wild because he knows the evidence will not be included. Then Mm -hmm. she continues, but when he is told of today's decision, now the officer knows that the stop may well yield admissible evidence so long as the target is one of the many millions, there are 16 million without people with outstanding warrants in this country, millions of people in this country with an outstanding arrest warrant. Anything the officer finds in a search is fair game for use in a criminal prosecution. The officer's incentive to violate the Constitution thus increases. From here on, he sees potential advantage in stopping individuals without reasonable suspicion, exactly the temptation the exclusionary rule is supposed to remove. Because Mm. the majority thus places Fourth Amendment protections at risk, I respectfully dissent. Mm. Do you you, you understand why I emphasize the importance of this dissent, uh, India? Uh, absolutely, I do, and I have act- uh, actually copied and pasted uh, what uh, you have read uh, in our chat room so that our chat participants uh, can get uh, – because, you know, reading it uh, – and, uh, and I admit, I have, I have read the dissent uh, three times. I, I did not read uh, Justice Kagan's dissent. I read Sotomayor's. Uh, but, do you, but, do you but, agree but with me that there's I'm so this... glad to hear you 
like read this out and I want our audience to go to supremecourt.gov, get the opinion, um, uh, scroll down and read these decisions. This impacts each and every um, uh, uh, ass uh, in, uh, in this uh, nation. Uh, and the poorer you are, uh, the more this impacts you. And, you know, uh, as I was reading this, uh, Pascal, I just thought um, I, I, I saw your your dialogue with uh, Ms. Carnell, uh, and 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 you guys were so spot on uh, in 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 terms of um, uh, 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 the gravity um, of this and the grip of all of this on um, on everyday Americans and especially poor people and people of color. This is heavy. Absolutely. I, listen, I'm going to make a statement that I've talked to uh, to friends of mine who are practicing attorneys. I, I, used, I practiced law for several years, not practicing law now. I talk to people I know who are engaged in this, and I've made this statement, and I've challenged people to disagree, and they've thought about it, and they said they've agreed. And I will say, this, some people will call this a controversial statement, but I will say it. I think that this is the most adverse Supreme Court ruling for black people in America since Plessy versus Ferguson. I I, I I would go that far because well you know I, 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 uh, uh, as as um, uh, as an everyday American just just me reading it and I've had to read it you know multiple times you know I, I'm not a legal eagle so I have to go over it and read it multiple times and it is worthy for those listening please uh, get this share this it's worth the ink to print this. And read this because this is, I mean, to me, what I read is open season on poor people and, uh, and, it's, and, the, and, and the browner you are, uh, the more judicially naked uh, you are. I mean, uh, uh, that's how I read this. Like, wow, this is uh, 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 open uh, season. Absolutely. Let me ask you a question, because you read sort of my orders dissent. Do you understand why I feel that there is something in Kagan's dissent that is a little bit more salient than what Sotomayor was talking about in this part? Do you, yes, do you I see did. why yes, I made I the distinction? Right. I definitely I, – I, 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 I see the distinction, and I'm glad the distinction was made and put in print uh, uh, as an official historic record of dissent, because they're, they're, uh, 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 they are both – uh, um, uh, accurate uh, and necessary, uh, um, uh, but I definitely, to answer your question, the answer is yes. Uh, there is a distinction between the two uh, dissents, uh, and we all need to read them. Uh, and don't be afraid to read them multiple times. If you have to read them multiple times or break it down or whatever you have to do, uh, 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 get it and absorb this because this is a major game-changing uh, a judicial ruling that affects each and every one of us, and I can only—I mean, to me, it makes cash cows out of uh, poor people. Uh, and uh, 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 you know, uh, if you if you if you if you if you have uh, something that you don't know about, um, you know, you're driving well, around, listen, India, working. Uh, yes, sir. India, I would like you to indulge me. Uh, in a hypothetical, if you will, and let me Please. let me tell you why I would like you to indulge me in this hypothetical. Okay. I had a good friend of mine who was an attorney, criminal defense attorney, said to me 
that most upscale professional black people will not see any problem with this dissent, this case, excuse me, because they don't see themselves as either having ever any kind of illegal contraband or ever having any kind of warrants, so they're not going to understand the gravity of this case. I said, oh, really? Wow. I created a hypothetical to explain to them him wh- how I'm going to disabuse those petite bourgeois Negroes of their sense of security. And if, if you would indulge me, I'd like to engage in that hypothetical, if you don't mind. Yes, please. Yes, please do it. Okay. Okay. Chad. Chad is a caramel-complexioned Negro Harvard-trained doctor who is going on a golf outing with his white girlfriend. So Chad is going on the golf outing with his white girlfriend, and they are in an upstate. They are walking around the town, and they're going to downtown, and they're going shopping. Mm-hmm. Upon seeing three white police officers who seem to be rather tiffed at Chad because he has this white woman and he is a Negro Harvard trained doctor, the police come up to Chad. They accost him and said, "Up against the wall, give me your driver's license. Who are you? What are you doing here?" Chad. In anger and frustration, knowing that his Harvard pedigree should preclude him from such treatment, says, I've done nothing wrong. How dare you harass me? The cop says, give me your damn driver's license, or we're going we're gonna to make you realize who we are. Chad acquiesces and gives his driver's license. The cops run Chad's name. Unbeknownst to Chad, Chad, in his upscale Florida condominium, had a code enforcement warrant because his garbage cans are too big and don't meet the specifications of his condominium condominium management unit. And in his jurisdiction in that state, that actually is a misdemeanor offense that allows for a warrant after several warnings. Because Chad wasn't aware, Chad doesn't know that he actually has a misdemeanor warrant for his arrest. Chad is now getting locked up and doing 24 hours in the hot box while his white girlfriend is shocked and dismayed. Chad is screaming, you racist pig bastards. I'm going to sue you for racial harassment, and I'm going to have all this evidence stopped because this is an unjustified stop and arrest because you had no reasonable suspicion or probable cause. Guess what? Once upon a time, Chad could do that. And once upon a time, Chad would be correct. And once upon a time, the Constitution would validate Chad's outrage. No more, no more, thanks to Clarence Thomas. Because the cop, all he has to say is, hey, Chad had a warrant. I had to take him in. And the judge will say, you're right. No problem. No lawsuit against the cops for racial harassment. That a warrant is admissible. And if Chad happens to like to indulge in smoking a little ganja and they found it on him, guess what? Chad gets popped for that, too. So Chad's Harvard degree does not preclude him from getting busted in that situation. And guess what? And I'm sure you realize how certain racist cops love to take what is perceived to be the uppity Negroes who are out of their place in incorrect locations and say, you know, why is this Negro here? Well, now they can just do more than just say, why is this Negro here? They can say, up against the wall. Let me run your name and see you got a warrant and let me have you spend 24 hours in a hot box. And then if you don't have a warrant, you just got the benefit of having my elbow in your ear while I'm trying to figure out if you're a criminal. Welcome to the new apartheid of America, regardless of what class you are. Mm. Uh, not only can I see that happening, uh, 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 if I can take your hypothetical, uh, I think Chad better be lucky that he's even alive after talking all that uh, uh, <laughs> talking, 
talking all, all that stuff because what we're seeing, and, 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 uh, this is only an opinion, but I believe that when people uh, do get incarcerated and are not quote-unquote compliant, uh, 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 things can happen uh, it, wh- wh- while, you're, while you're in jail. You can just automatically like hang yourself or, or you, like you just kind of come up uh, dead. Uh, so, 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 so to take your hypothetical, uh, I'm thinking uh, Chad better uh, STFU and get out and then try to deal with it uh, because uh, once you're in there, uh, you're under their control. And, of course, as we have seen in too many uh, 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 horrific and tragic, tragic cases, uh, toes end up tagged. Exactly. So the point I'm trying to convey to you is that as uh, Supreme Court Justice Elena Kagan has stated, this case gives cops the green light to indulge in their most racist, obscure fantasies of harassing black people for whatever problems or issues they may or may not want, just under the guise of, hey, he might have had a warrant. Oh. And 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 now I want to take a little break here. I can hear Janice uh, in my head uh, telling me to uh, take a break. But but when we come back from the break, uh, the distinct uh, opinion, uh, the justice that that issued and offered the opinion, uh, uh, that being Clarence Thomas, of all cases uh, to render an opinion, uh, I would like to, uh, I, I, I have my perspective, of course, but I would like the audience to hear your perspective on, 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 on uh, is it a tragic irony that the opinion was in fact written by Clarence Thomas? I read your uh, your, your absolute must-read uh, quote: "What ails Clarence Thomas?" Uh, dated October 2, 2007, and I will uh, uh, again uh, tell the audience it is must-read to get the, especially after this ruling, to get the granular clarity on who this cat is uh, 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 and this mindset uh, that would render such. Uh, an opinion that we have seen since uh, June uh, 20th on this Fourth Amendment. Let's take a quick break. Uh, we are with uh, the great Pascal Robert. I have had the privilege of being pajama fabulous and listening to you and Miss Janice Graham, um, but now having having the uh, 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 just blast of a time to be able to sit and talk to you uh, myself and to have our audience uh, listen to you and engage uh, is absolutely fantastic. Let me share the number. Please call in and be heard. Click number one if you want to speak with Mr. Robert or have a comment. Uh, the number is, oh, and by the way, uh, I do listen to the show. I don't do trolls. So uh, I know uh, Janice is so patient uh, with y'all trolls. Uh, I'm not, okay? So <laughs> just know that. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not that, okay? So, you know, just don't bring it, and if you bring it, Expect to get shrunk, okay? Because I shrink. That's what I do. Shrinkage, that's what I do. So Janice is very nice, and she's very patient with the trolls. I don't do trolls. So you've been warned, and if you come with me, if you come at me, believe me, I bring it a thousand times more than you can even imagine. Uh, So we will put, uh, and I really hate that Mr. Robert has to hear that, but I don't do trolls. So we have to just break it down, make it real plain so everybody can understand. We all know who everybody is. 
I don't do trolls. So don't bring that. I got the mic and I cut dicks. Okay. I don't play. So uh, let's take a real quick break. Uh, on that note, and uh, we will be right back. You're listening to Our Common Ground, and I'm India Declare, a.k.a. I Declare, subbing for Miss Janice Graham. You can be dealt with right now. At this very moment, you are standing in the eye of the hurricane, and you're going to sit here and pretend. You think that White House is going to protect you? You're not the fixer here. You're the problem. You're the client. You're my client. Tuned into Our Common Ground. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. You don't see this coming? You don't see this narrative coming as they force another jet fight? As they. The best of political talkback, common sense, right from the concrete. Urban, progressive, politics. Politics, politics. Friday night at TruthWorks Network, 10 p.m. Alpha drills down deep the lies, the conspiracies in politics. It's just damn politics. The Alpha Show. back. Uh, thank you so very much for listening to, engaging with, and uh, connecting with uh, us here at Our Common Ground. Ms. Janice Graham is taking a well-deserved Saturday evening off, and uh, wow, you got me. <laughs> I know some are saying, what? This is a different energy. Uh, yes, yes, and, and actually, Ms. Janice Graham actually authorized me to really kind of do a like a um uh a perspective uh buffet uh but uh i'm 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 going to put my perspective buffet i'm pissed uh, but i'm going to put my perspective buffet uh on this shelf but uh if we have time later on uh i will uh, i will get into it because she did authorize it and i said miss janice Graham, I'm, I'm telling you warning warning and she said no she said india this is exactly what i want you to say on the air those are her words so when i dish it know that she approved it (laughs) okay i know i know it's crazy i mean are you listening to mr robert are you guys hearing what this man is saying or were you so caught up? And you know, uh, congratulations to uh, who won the basketball team. I don't know. I I, I don't know. Uh, a, a bunch of millionaires playing another bunch of millionaires in different uh, colored uh, laundry with some cartoon or logo, and they're playing for the billionaires. And then the millionaires buy tickets and paint their faces or buy pom poms or whatever the hell they do. And they uh, 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 cheer for the other millionaires. So to me, it's not basketball, baseball, hockey. It's kind of like millionaires versus millionaires working for the billionaires, uh, kind of placating the poor people, and uh, 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 basically keeping you distracted from what's really impacting your ass. 
Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. That. Okay. So, uh, you, uh, uh, can you tell, can you tell I'm just a little, just a little, just, a, just, 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 maybe just, maybe just a little bit cynical. I wonder why. Uh-uh. What? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. It's, 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 well, uh, you know, for the, uh, and let's bring up, uh, Mr. Uh, Pascal Robert, uh, again, uh, from the Black Agenda Review. Look, his work is must read, must watch. Uh, search engine Pascal Robert, uh, uh, and 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 uh, get on the YouTube. Follow uh, Mr. Robert at. Uh, wait a minute, I have it here in the chat room. And honey, I, I, uh, I'm following uh, at P R O B E R T zero six P R O B E R T zero six. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the laws are changing, times are changing. I know we go, we go for the slogans, uh, hope and change, and 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 and, and what, what? Yes, we can. And 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 uh 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 uh. I don't care about the slogans. I don't care about the ovaries. I don't care about your highlights. I don't care about your tan caramel skin. I don't care. I don't care if you got a flat tummy and you're lean and you're not fat. And I, I don't give a damn. What I care about is policy. What I care about are the laws that are coming down, and they are not in the favor of everyday Americans. Uh, welcome back, uh, Mr. Robert, and uh, <laughs> I am, I am, I. Uh, it's tight on me. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to read of uh, a dissent from a ruling like that and not feel violated. On top of all of the other violations that we have been having to absorb, uh, accept, and navigate our way through. Now we have this violation on top of all of the others. So I'm just a little bit ticked, uh, but I'm so um, uh, honored uh, that you have uh, 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 sat uh, here uh, with us and are able to break this down uh, for us so we do not put our uh, faces and uh, skulls through uh, sheetrock. No, we do not want you to put your face or skull through sheetrock. That would not be pleasant. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if I would even feel it. And I've had I've had nothing to drink at all. I've got uh, hot water and lemon. I've had nothing to drink. I, you know, cooked a fabulous uh, Italian dish this evening. But I really I don't drink. I I I I, I don't I don't I don't smoke. Uh, you know, uh, 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 you know. So 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 I mean, this is just like straight on. And, and um, I mean, how does an average person, an everyday American, how are we supposed to accept this? I mean, what, I mean, I mean, it's like America has just become like unlivable. This is insane. It's not like it's cheap to live in America. It's kind of costly. Well, I think that uh, if you will indulge me, I have, uh, I have a, a variety of thoughts as to what this opinion means in a broader context, even beyond just the the immediate impact for uh, people of color and poor and working class people, and that I think it is important that we look at this case in the context of what is going on in the political economy of American society. As Janice knows, and if you would listen to my programs with Janice, I always talk about one of the short of how we do our analysis 
particularly as black people and brown people in America, is that we often relate our condition to racism and how we relate to white people vis-a-vis racism. And I I try to tell black people is that racism is basically a tool that is necessary to the function of capitalism in America. It is an agent that facilitates the utility of capitalism in this country. And it would be more prudent for individuals and collective groups of people to understand how they function and relate to the political economy of American society as opposed to the illusory perception that white people are all some collective group that they need to worry about. What do I mean by political economy? The economic functioning of the lights, the electricity, the food, the goods and services, the distribution of goods and services in a society, and the policies that make those things functional are the political economy of a society. And when I say we should look at ourselves relative to the political economy, you need to ask a question. What exactly is the utility of black people or brown people or poor people to American capitalism today? That, to me, is the question that should be the center of all a marginalized people's politics. What is your value to the economic agenda of the ruling class, or to use a term by the in the book, the great Seawright Mills, the power elite? What is your what has the power elite decided is your particular function in this sociological and economic ecosystem called the United States of America? Back to this particular Supreme Court case of Utah v. Strife. In the context of a post-2008 recession, austerity America, austerity globe, actually, and we are in an austerity America. The sequester is not over. 51% of Americans make less than $30,000 a year. Even though you're being told that unemployment is under under 5%, please understand that at a certain time, people who are unemployed don't even file for unemployment, and the unemployment numbers aren't even telling you how many people are not working. The number you need to look at is the labor participation rate. The labor participation rate tells you how many people are actually functioning in American society. And guess what, brothers and sisters? The labor participation rate in the United States is the worst that it's been in 38 years. That means that we have whole swaths of American people who have stopped even looking for work, aren't being reported in unemployment, and are now basically phased out of the economy. And they're not all black. A lot of them are white. Compound that with the reality that every segment of the majority society, i.e. white society, is an absolute political rebellion from the status quo political functionality of our government. On the right, the rebellion is manifested in the role of Donald Trump. On the left, the rebellion is manifested in on the role of uh, Bernie Sanders. But the only constituency 
that is dedicated to the political status quo of the New Deal, Clinton-Obama Democratic neoliberal model. What does the neoliberal model mean? It's a fancy word for privatization. You private charter schools, you privatize water, you privatize police security forces, your government giving up its services to private corporations while you pay taxes and have no say in how those corporations govern your affairs. That really is the crux of neoliberalism. And the new Democrat Obama-Clinton political model, and I know we love our black president and y'all are down for Hillary, but frankly, they aren't your friends because they've been supporting an agenda for the past 25 years that is made to ground poor and brown people to powder. In the face of this agenda, this neoliberal new Democrat agenda, in the face of this austerity post-sequester, 51% of Americans making under $30,000 a year and the worst labor participation rate in 40 years with the rising of robotics kicking jobs out of the country, with the coming TPP shipping American jobs overseas. What is the utility of this Supreme Court decision that guts your Fourth Amendment constitutional rights? The empire strikes back. The brown shirts are coming state-sanctioned with police badges to lock your ass up. Because what does it mean? Because poor people, brown people, black people are now redundant to the function of American capitalism. Your labor has no utility because there is no utility for labor because in a post-digital technology, we don't need labor anymore. So you're more valuable locked up in the hot box than applying for a job. You know, that's what I was going to answer your question uh, where you said of, of – uh, uh, what is uh, going on in our political uh, economy, and 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 what value? Uh, 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 what is the value uh, of black and brown people to the power elite and poor people? And I was going to say that that it, uh, any value uh, that we may have uh, comes from our 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 failure the whole ticket thing the whole court thing the 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 uh, 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 the entire system is designed to uh, exploit and extrapolate and 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 incarcerate um, uh, uh, the poor and the and the and the brown and and and, and there are so many jobs uh, 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 and 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 now a profit that is made off of of um, um, uh, 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 the 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 failure is the word, but but but, but I want to try to use another word. But uh, you know, you get a ticket, uh, uh, or you go to jail for something. You've got you know, you've got the 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 bailiff, you've got the jail guard, you've got the people that provide whatever the food is, or you know, I mean, it's like the entire system is like a vulture system. That 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 and now with the and now with the lack of any uh, uh, manufacturing uh, infrastructure, uh, there are no jobs. So the value of everyday people to the power elite are when they're locked up and they can actually make a profit from you being in prison. Pretty much. 
what the see now okay uh sidebar uh sidebar this goes back to i have said for long before i ever had a show like three decades now i have said and people have called me crazy and everything and said i'm straight jacket worthy and padded room worthy and all of that but i have called for um 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 uh women uh to take a sex break and i didn't even know how deep what i was saying was, you know, you know, I talked to my friends, you know, and that kind of thing, like, girl, you know, that kind of thing. But now what I see, fast forward 30 years from now, what I was feeling is that the unraveling of any sort of humane infrastructure to support that life, if you are going to have that life and, and that life cannot be uh, 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 protected, uh, adored, uh, 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 educated, uh, 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 taught a a skill base uh, uh, for uh, for for substantial labor. Then, like, why are we? Then, why are we having this? Like, why would we have kids that that literally? Uh, are prey to the system that is vulturistic and and, and only profits from our degradation and incarceration. It's like I was saying that 30 years ago, but now I'm like, damn, like I was feeling this. I hear you. Uh, And I still stand by, and I I know people say, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, but, 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 but we really have to think this changes everything about how, how we live, how we make decisions. Why are we bringing more beautiful life here if the purpose of the life is to be frustrated and not educated and suppressed and subjugated to violence, to ignorance, uh, 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 to monetary exploitation. So it's just a sidebar. But uh, for those who have listened to my show for a long time, you know, and I've written about this and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that's where I'm at, and uh, um, uh, and that's why I think the whole quote unquote entertainment thing uh, is 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 is. is uh, 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 and you, you guys know if you listen to my show, you know, I I just believe it's a complete instrument designed to. Um, uh, distort, uh, detract, uh, um, uh, uh, confuse, uh, uh, absolutely. Just, just, it's, you know, like it just like cooks your brain. Um, uh, and, and, um, uh, and in the meantime, the, the, the actual systems, um, uh, of true power and control, uh, continue to, uh, exploit, uh, degradate, and uh and profit off of both and it is sick it is sad but yet we are here and um uh you know pascal uh what country would you recommend uh, uh someone who had the means uh like like i mean like i mean like, are we supposed to like just live here and just take it like you know like where do you go you know like well not that you would you know like want to tell but i mean but like I mean, where can an American go? I mean, it's almost like they hate us everywhere we go. I mean, where? I mean, where can we go? 
Nowhere is safe. This is a global agenda. This is a global order. Every every position on this planet is being subsumed by the neoliberal global order. Uh, this is not something that's just an American phenomenon. Do you think the fact that the British just voted to leave the EU is not related to the phenomenon we're talking about? The fact that you have fascism rising in Europe, the fact that you have Donald Trump rising in Europe, the fact that you have people rebelling against the fact that we've had the greatest rise in the refugee crisis since World War II. This is all. This is all the seeds that have come forth from the tree of finance capitalism in America in 2008, destroying, crushing, gutting, smashing, and completely ripping apart global capitalism. And capitalism has been in crisis, and I say let it die because I'm an anti-capitalist. I believe that is the most inhumane economic model that we've ever had in the history of the world. It's designed on exploding, exploiting human human uh, labor uh, to the point where you have no ownership in the means of production. And we are now uh, reaping the the, uh, the the damaged goods from uh, hundreds of years of an economic model that basically has been based on human extortion and and destruction and grounding people uh throughout the world to powder and uh the you know the chickens are coming home to roost you know countries like France have something like a 25% uh, youth unemployment ratio with over 10% unemployment. They are now going, literally, they are having French people by the hundreds of thousands have been protesting in the streets well before this Brexit vote because their government, their alleged socialist government under President Hollande is trying to change their labor rules and change their very, very humane labor system into the more egregious American model of grounding people to dust with 60-hour work weeks, and the French people are not having it. They're already in rebellion. All right? The Brits today, we now know they are in rebellion. All right? Everyone wants to leave the EU. The Chinese market has been gutted by America's manipulation of the finance capitalism. The Russians are suffering because oil prices are low and their economy is tanking. The Brazilians have been shut down because Rousseff was taken out by a high-tech coup suffered by something supported by the United States. Venezuela has people eating dog food because the Chavez revolution has been gutted by the West. Argentina has a neoliberal government. The BRICS had been in retreat in the face of the rise of the Anglo-American NATO empire that had used finance capital to shut down the BRIC alliance of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South America. Until yesterday, when finance capital had a heart attack, when the Brexit took place, and now the globalists are scrambling because they didn't see it coming. So there's a jump ball. Like in basketball, you have a jump ball, and the two sides now to pick up the ball to see where they're going. The BRICS, who are in disarray, now are laughing because now the Anglo-American NATO alliance is crapping on itself, and everyone's confused. It's a beautiful day for those who want justice. You know, uh, uh, you just did, you just laid out such a brilliant, exquisite, and miraculously granular truth. Boom. You're listening to Our Common Ground right here on blogtalkradio.com forward slash OCG. We are speaking with, uh, I mean, hello, uh, uh, Pascal Pascal. Robert. 
Pascal yes, Robert, and uh, 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 and he is uh, bringing it uh, uh, in a way that I like to call real raw right now. We'll take a quick break. Uh, I'm six minutes after top of the hour. I know I can hear Miss Janice Graham in my head. Girl, take a break. We will take a break uh, right here, and we will come back um, with more truth. You don't see this coming. You don't see this narrative coming as they force another jet fight. As they the best of political talkback, common sense, right from the concrete, urban progressive politics, politics, politics. Friday night at TruthWorks Network, 10 p.m. Alpha drills down deep the lies, the conspiracies in politics. It's just damn politics. The Alpha Show. Hi, I'm Venus Williams. You know, I heard recently that the two main reasons for not getting an annual mammogram are limited access and fear. I know that there are low-cost and even free screenings at some hospitals and clinics, and I've even heard of mobile mammogram units in some areas. Talk about service. Look, I know getting a screening is not as exciting as shopping, but life is for living. So take the first step to breast health. Get the mammogram. For more information, please visit BreastCancerAwareness.com. The odds of this daughter of a clergyman spending 11 weeks at number one on the U.S. singles charts? One in 19 million. The odds of going on to win six Grammy Awards? One in 1.4 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 150. I'm Tony Braxton, and I encourage you to learn the signs of autism at AutismSpeaks.org. movement that has been ongoing. The civil rights movement, you know, started back, what, in the 50s and has not stopped, okay? Um, The issues that were relevant to oppressed people, be they workers or black or gay or what have you, those issues um, still remain very much pertinent today. This is a moment we should all be proud of. It's absolutely critical that we have uh, uh, conferences and, and opportunities to fellowship and learn from one another like this this particular conference. You know, we understand what the barriers are. How do we support each other in removing those barriers? Um, how do we, and how do we not just do it in pockets? How do, and I understand that, you know, what we're trying to do, we're trying to build what we're trying to build in Jackson, but we understand this connection to Chicago. We understand this connection to Los Angeles. We understand this connection to um, New York. And we understand that, you know, it's a movement. You're listening to Our Common Ground with Janice Graham. Transforming truth to power, one broadcast at a time. 
And we say a big uh, thank you for the, your listenership, your participation, and your engagement. You are listening to Our Common Ground uh, normally uh, uh, at the helm would be Ms. Janice Graham. Uh, she is, of course, taking a well-deserved uh, Saturday evening off. Uh, Ms. Janice, we hope you are uh, having a great time wherever you are. And uh, smile big and enjoy your, uh, uh, your off uh, night. Uh, we are speaking with uh, Pascal Robert. Um, uh, Mr. Robert is uh, from the Black Agenda Review. Uh, please visit uh, the thoughtmerchant.wordpress.com, thoughtmerchant.wordpress.com uh, website uh, and check out this man's uh, uh, very powerful uh, work. Uh, follow Mr. Robert on Twitter, and uh, we will find uh, his uh, Facebook uh, information. We will get that information to you. Uh, our common ground, uh, we are dealing with the issues that are relevant to you. We are connecting the damn dots uh, right uh, to you, um, and they're, uh, they're ugly. Uh, but uh, that's, uh, where, that's where we are. Um, I better get to these uh, other issues, and I and I and I want Mr. Robert's uh, perspective uh, on them. Uh, let's let's go to the board, and uh, uh, before we get back to Mr. Robert, 404 uh, is on the line. 404, thank you so much for holding. Um, welcome to our common ground, and we respect you. Indeed. Uh, thank you, Miss Claire, for letting me on, and, and shout out to the brother, Mr. Robert there. Uh, beautiful radio you guys are doing tonight. Uh, I guess I just wanted to ask a couple of questions. Uh, I've just been trying to read into a lot of the broken stuff. Uh, what The conclusion a lot of people uh, have come to is the EU will try to punish them in some way to try to stop other countries from doing the same, and... It, it appears Cameron stepping down is a way of kind of saying, okay, you guys uh, been making all this noise. You actually want to govern? Okay, here's your chance. Uh, kind of like if Trump actually were to, were to get in office here and actually had to govern, and then we started to see some of these uh, these exceptional uh, myths of, of European and, and American, uh, you know, story tales that they've told themselves all these years that they made themselves great, not through the sweat and blood of colonial uh, terrorism and imperialism, but through their own genius. And you find out without those things in place, they can't actually do it. But the the question I uh, wanted to ask is, do we have to figure out some type of international play as soon as we see things moving? Because it it appears to me civil rights movement and African uh, uh, revolutions early on they occurred simultaneously because the beast can't stop uh, movements worldwide once they're going. And just a quick commentary, it's amazing how uh, we can gather food and water and all these things uh, for different countries, but when Venezuela showed up for Contrita and tried to donate things here, the things were uh, turned away by the Bush administration, and I haven't heard anything from the Obama administration about Americans sending anything to Venezuela, food, uh, water, anything. Uh, so if I could just get you guys' comments on that. and I'll Well, yes, uh, 404, um, uh, stay, stay with me. Stay right there. Let me bring up uh, Mr. Robert. Mr. Robert, thank you again uh, for holding and for sticking with us. 
Uh, pretty powerful uh, commentary and question by uh, 404. Uh, your thoughts? I really appreciate the gentleman's question at 404, and I'd like to applaud him for his international perspective. And I wish we were in a time in America where more black and brown people were thinking like him and trying to put the international pieces to the puzzle together instead of having myopic vision in terms of, you know, you know, looking at race in America as the the ultimate uh ultimate problem because all of these global pieces are related and I want to use something you just said that was really beautiful to prove that when you said that it you know it's not an accident that the African and international revolutionary struggles and the civil rights movement were going at the same going on at the same time something that is not understood by many people in America because of the propaganda of our capitalist system is that we do not understand that the role of the Soviet Union as a communist empire and the threat of Soviet communism becoming popular amongst African people, Asian people who were newly independent the threat to American imperialist capital exploitation by the fact that a communist socialist system was being made to seem impressive to people who were watching Fidel Castro in Cuba and Che Guevara and were listening to Patrice Lumumba and understood what was going on with uh, uh, Nkrumah, who was considered the Lenin of Ghana. So... We need to know something, and this is going to be a bitter pill for many black people to know. But if you do your research, you read the books, and you read what our civil rights leaders even knew. The civil rights movement in the United States was a power elite acquisition of moral high ground in order to quell the image of racism in the brown and black world that was being sent because of the treatment of black people that was making those other countries like Africa, China, India say, hmm, this communism thing is kind of cool because those white guys, at least they don't call you a nigger or a dothead or a sand nigger or whatever else, and they try to share some of their money with you. They try to equalize the pie. I think I like that better than the European who's been screwing me for the last 200 years that I just got independent from. So the civil rights movement was literally a politically expedient foreign policy mechanism to give an illusion of moral superiority to the United States in the face of the threat of Soviet expansion into new economic territories that were necessary for American capitalism. There's a book called Cold War Civil Rights by a woman named Mary Dudziak that explains this. And if you don't believe me, I'll give you something you can watch for two minutes and I'll prove it. If you go on YouTube and you Google Richard Nixon's Civil Rights 1960, in Richard Nixon's 1960 presidential commercial, he does a commercial is on YouTube, and he says, what does he say? I support civil rights. Why? Because in the face of the rising communist Soviet uh, opposition, we cannot afford to maintain segregation for the benefit of American foreign policy. How many black people do you think really even know that? Very few. 
404, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still with you. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a great assessment because that that was always in play. You had to kind of they had to kind of uh, play the foil to Russia, so they looked at civil rights as a, as kind of a PR moment, and that's why all of the the real changes were superficial. It wasn't an actual change from poverty and and real equality or real uh, chance at uh, a slice of the American pie. It was the illusion of conclu- of, of inclusion. So you know. I agree with him 100 on that, but uh, what are your thoughts on, on the on the Brexit situation as far as how they're going to try to maneuver out of this? And I listen, I, I are, listen. We let me, let me add one more part to it. Are we fixated on uh, kind of fighting Europeans and not realizing that we need to just get our stuff together in general? Because uh, sad to say, because there's a lot of black people who can never envision this. But we may be uh, on the brink of actual Asian domination of the world. Well, the BRICS alliance is something. Listen, we have to look at this in a strategic. To, to unfortunately have to replicate the book by the the uh, the nefarious Zbigniew Brzezinski, the Grand yeah. Chessboard. You yeah. know, the the Great Chessboard. I believe that's the book he wrote about international geopolitics. I think it's the Grand Chessboard or the, the Great Chessboard, something like that. We yeah. we have to look at the world in that way. And uh, contrary to the propaganda that we're being told about ISIS and that, which is irrelevant, what is the only counter hegemonic force? to the Anglo-American NATO alliance. Let's define those terms. First of all, what is the Anglo-American NATO alliance? The Anglo-American NATO alliance is the United States, Great Britain and its subsequent empire, and all the countries in NATO like France, Germany, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. That is what I call the Anglo-American NATO alliance, or as we pejoratively use it at Black Agenda Report, empire. That is mm-hmm. empire, Okay. What is the counter-hegemonic force to empire? What does that mean? What does counter-hegemonic mean? What is the oppositional force in the world in, that is challenging empire? The only oppositional force in the world in the last 15 years that has really tried to challenge empire in a post-9-11 environment has been the BRICS alliance. What is the BRICS alliance? The BRICS is a geopolitical, economic, geoeconomic alliance between the following countries. Countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. The BRIC alliance has been trying to replicate something that happened in the 50s and 60s called the Bandung Conference. What was mm. the Bandung Conference? The Bandung Conference was a conference of the global south. What is the global south? Basically the brown and black people of the world south of the equator all over the globe, going from Africa, Asia, South America, the Middle East. That is what the quote-unquote global south people, the black and brown people and yellow people, if you will. Mm-hmm. In the height of decolonialization, the global south, the black, brown, and yellow people in the world, came together and had a meeting called the Bandung Conference. At the Bandung Conference, you can go to YouTube and tap in Bandung Conference. You will actually see a YouTube of the actual conference that was happening. This was an international conference of the black, 
brown, and yellow people of the world trying to understand how they can create a geopolitical economic reality for themselves, independent of their former European colonial powers. This is how sophisticated black, brown, yellow, uh, and Asian people were at that time. How was this destroyed? Simple, neocolonialism. Basically because the real levers of freedom were still in the hands of empire and they were able to use their international banking cabal to put checks and balances on these newly developed countries. Of course, the African countries got the worst of it. Some of the Asian countries did well because they don't confront. Uh, empire does not treat all of its serfs the same way. So result, you had China, it was under Mao Zedong, Mao Zedong, it was a communist, independent country, a superpower, they weathered the storm a little bit better. The Asian tigers weathered the storm a little bit better. Africa was still getting ground up because the impotent was resources. As a matter of fact, some of the French African powers had to pay reparations after independence back to France. They got that model from Haiti, by the way. They just paid $21 billion to them for kicking their ass to get all freedom. But anyway, you know, the white man is the sorest loser in the world. But the point I'm trying to convey to you is that one of the good things that came out of the Bandung Conference, a seed that came out of the Bandung Conference, germinated and grew into the movement that created the BRIC Alliance, which, again, is Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. Those nations were rocking and socking before the 2012 uh, re-election. They were really making power moves. China was talking about building a canal to rival the Panama Canal in Nicaragua. In 2014, I think, uh, the, the Russians had forgiven Cuba's debt and were actually pivoting back to South America, which is why the United States actually tried to improve relations with Cuba. If you go to Black Agenda Report and you type my name, you say, you type Pascal Robert, Cuba, Obama, you will find an article I wrote explaining why Obama was improving relationship with Cuba. This was not a, rela- a reaction. This was not a result of American brilliance. It's because the Russians and the BRICS were making a pivot to the South American and Latin American countries to basically counter American influence there. And that's why the United States was playing catch-up. How did the United States neutralize the counter-hegemonic threat of the BRIC alliance? Economic espionage. They had the Saudi royal family overproduce oil, cause oil prices to drop, gutting the Russian economy because the Russians are dependent on oil for their economy. They did the Ukraine. They created that Ukraine situation to basically turn Russia into the bad boy because don't forget the Russians are the ones that are protected, protecting Assad in Syria, and they want to get Assad out of there because he's the only threat to Israel in the area, and the Russians are not cooperating with the Anglo-American empire. So the, the first shot across the bowel to neutralize the BRICS was to use 
oil economic diplomacy get the Saudis to overproduce, and that's why your gas prices have been so low for three years, because the Saudis are pumping oil like there's no tomorrow, and oil has been below $40 a barrel since then. How did they get rid of the Chinese? They basically use economic subterfuge with finance capital to try to short their currency and short their market. The Chinese economic markets have been in turmoil for the past year or two, and China, they say, is expecting to go into a recession. How do they gut the South American version in Brazil? In Venezuela, even though that was not part of the BRICS, but they were kind of collaborators with them. They shut Brazil down because of uh, Brazil is also an, an energy-based economy, so the oil prices hurt them. Uh, the economy started to go down. They created these, these trumped-up charges against Rousseff, and they had her kicked out in a neoliberal coup. Now, the Brazil, the B of the BRICS is knocked out. So this is how the Anglo-American empire was neutralizing its counter hegemon so now we're in a situation situation where the bricks were on the run they were being taken out anglo-american empire the empire struck back they were falling mm -hmm. apart until something happened what happened brexit happened the one right. episode in finance capitalism in all of my 47 years that was so completely not forecasted that it had the power elite pissing in their pants because they didn't see it happen. And what did it do? It created a jump ball situation, and now the Anglo-American NATO alliance is scared, and the Chinese and the Russians are saying, my, 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 what's happening here? Mm. And that brings us to uh, 404. Thank you so very much for your perspective and your, and your questions. Uh, all of that uh, brings me to, as I've been um, uh, noting, um, um, uh, Pascal, your uh, your uh, commentary, uh, uh, all of the all of the puzzle pieces fit. Every every puzzle piece that you just articulated so brilliantly and so smoothly, they fit and they bring us right to today uh, uh, and or yesterday, where the market drops uh, six hundred plus points. Uh, and the elites are scammering and, and, and red face and, and wiping balls of sweat off their forehead. Uh, and we are all left to uh, watch and do what? Well, that's the question. That's the question. What's the next play? How? Now, this is the question that happens. Number one, is this going to cause a complete fracturing of the EU? Will the French follow suit and ask for a, a, a Frexit, if you will, a French exit? Will the right. Netherlands ask for an exit? Will the, will the Italians? The, the Germans are very interested in making sure this EU thing stays together because they basically are the ones in control of the EU. The Brits are out, and I think that the extent to which the Brits will suffer because of this is highly overrated. A lot of people do not know that Great Britain has probably three times more control of foreign exchange currency under its domain than the United States. You tell me how a country with that much control of the forex currency market is going to be allowed to be economically gutted. I don't see that okay. happening. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, again, makes perfect sense. Uh, uh, and, 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 and we find ourselves uh, here on this side of the pond 
uh, in an election season. I, I, I've been very uh, blunt and upfront. I am. I am not with the Clintons. Uh, 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 the whole Obama thing. Uh, you know. Uh, uh, I got caught up in the emotional thing, and and uh, and I and I sit here uh, uh, as a as a frustrated and disappointed citizen. I no longer refer to myself as a Democrat. Uh, 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 you know, so 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 uh, uh, we've got a president now pushing a TPP, uh, 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 clearly a trade agreement that, uh, uh, as if wages have not been suppressed and reduced um, uh, already, uh, and union protections diluted, if not, um, uh, uh, eliminated. Uh, 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 now we have a, a so-called democratic president, uh, you know, uh, pushing this. Uh, we know that, uh, 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 Hillary Clinton, uh, uh, was one of the architects of TPP, even though now she says she ain't with it. Uh, but you know, uh, so, so, uh, um, uh, the, the, um, the tangible, uh, uh, frustration and 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 anger and displeasure at where we are domestically. Uh, if you want to add that puzzle piece with what is going on globally, um, uh, makes this election season um, uh, even more interesting uh, uh, than before. Um, uh, I have, I've said uh, so many times, I don't understand the black loyalty to any Clinton, let alone this one. Uh, and, 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 uh, uh, uh you know, and the Obama thing has been, uh, you know, I followed your work over at a black agenda report and, you know, and at first, you know, years ago, I was like, you know, I mean, like, why are they beating up on him? And, you know, I mean, I, I, it's like, I drank the Kool-Aid, like, like I was with it emotionally, but I always knew, politically that this is a politician and you know i've i've followed the wall street thing really intense and deep and tight and 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 in all of those alliances everything is still in place there uh, to me dot frank is uh something that 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 was really like for the public to think that changes have been made but uh uh, uh, uh really uh, the, the changes a uh, uh, deep systemic changes uh, in our monetary policy and banking system have not been made if anything it's worse and and so we sit here now we the uh voting public sit here now and we're watching this and uh, and if you're not buying the Clinton thing and if you're not buying the Trump thing whatever the hell that is uh where do you see this election uh, uh where do you where do you see uh uh this political season going uh and especially with the uh, to me very predictable but to the elites uh, they didn't call it uh the whole brexit thing like where like like where are we now like how will that impact this uh well let's make some let's make some fascinating observations shall we the day of I, I stayed up all night to watch the Brexit because I, I and I'm not going to try to you know toot my own horn. A week and a half ago, I put up a post on Facebook and I said Brexit, the most important geopolitical issue that nobody is talking about, and I tagged several people. And yesterday, when Brexit happened, I reposted that and tagged those same people. I said, please remember the person who told you that this was going to happen. I didn't do that to self-aggrandize myself. I did that because I wanted to clarify to people how much they were not watching. And now right. that it has happened, 
people are now asking what's going on. Let's make some observations as to how this get went down. So the whole night I'm watching Brexit, and I'm watch. I'm, I'm literally watching the the British market, the European uh, news channels, and so on and so forth. Who is the first person in the American political continuum on that day, on that fateful day? to make any statement to the public at all. Do you know who that person was? I, uh, yeah, it was uh, Mr. Trump. Bingo! Who was where? Where was Mr. Trump? Uh, Scotland, I believe. Surprise, surprise. How convenient. You know, I thought that was very interesting. But, you know, I have said way, you know, long, um, uh, and I want you to hold your thought, um, uh, uh, many, many months ago when the same elite that, that, that you know, that thought, you know, that the U.K. was going to, you know, uh, stay in, uh, that same elite said, you know, that Trump was, oh, it's a summer thing and people aren't paying attention and this is the silly season. Oh, you know, he's a he's an entertainer. Oh, you know, the people will get serious and, and you know, and Trump won't be around. And I said, all right, all right, you better pay attention. And so uh, Trump has had an ear to the uh, worn shoe of people on the ground. And I found his I found his location uh, uh, and his timing to be spectacularly uh, interesting. To say the least. To say the least. The mm-hmm. next person who I saw from the political uh, stratosphere to speak was on Morning Joe, and it was Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Not Hillary, not Obama. But Bernie Sanders, who's supposed to be losing. And that was the episode where he, you know, I don't know if it was mistakenly or not, where he said if Hillary is is the nominee in November, I'll vote for Hillary. You remember that. Mm-hmm. You know he's getting mm-hmm. excoriated. He's getting excoriated for saying that. But mm-hmm. that he said that after Trump on Morning Joe. So mm-hmm. the day of the greatest economic geostrategic catastrophe allegedly, in modern history, perhaps nothing greater since maybe September 11th, even more as bad as maybe the 2008 crash was another thing. Uh-huh. And the first two politicals who speak are Donald Trump from the right and Bernie Sanders from the left. So much so that literally the first thing that comes out of Obama and Clinton mouth, Clinton's mouth are written statements that are read by regular media over the news cycle. They don't even show their face till later on that this afternoon. Think about the atmospherics of those images in your mind for a moment, India, and what are they telling you? What does that say to you? It says to me that once again, uh, the elites are 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 are, are uh, have a flyover mindset, and 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 Trump uh, uh, has always had a had a sidewalk uh, curb um, uh, approach, and and then the Sanders thing. I am one of those who is excoriating him for saying that. So, uh, uh, but I did I did make mention that he said if. She is the nominee, and and with these politicians, you have to listen to each and every word because we will never forget. Uh, 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 it depends on what is is. So so right. so 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 with these cats, you have to listen, literally listen to every word. But uh, but that says to me that these are the people that are closest to 
if 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 there is such a thing, uh, uh, you and I on the ground, and that and thank that you, thank you. So in other words, you one you agree that that is an interesting set of atmospheric atmospheric facts in terms oh, of the certainly. images of who's speaking first. You do agree oh, that that is not accidental. You and I are on the same page in that these things are orchestrated by the power elite and that that uh, agenda of, of speakers and how that went down was clearly not accidental. You agree with me on that? Absolutely. I agree. What that said to me is that the cabal, what, I, what is the cabal? The globalist, capitalist, central banking cabal. The cabal, the, you, know, the, you know, the financial, the Federal Reserve, you know, the roundtable groups, all of we don't have to get into. We don't have to delve into Alex Jones-like conspiracy theories. Hey, we all yeah. read. We know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm. The cabal, mm-hmm. who is also represented by the neoliberal order, of Clinton, Obama, they took a hit that day. Mm-hmm. They took a hit, and they couldn't show their face. They took a mm-hmm. hit. They couldn't show their face because they had no answers. No. They had no answers. Mm-hmm. None. So they now, went with the two, the two people who are mm-hmm. in touch with the zeitgeist, mm-hmm. the energy in touch with the zeitgeist, Trump, and Sanders, and they gave them the rock. They gave them the ball and said, you guys run with it. We're still trying to scramble and get ourselves together. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, Are you following that, me, India? Uh, absolutely. And I tell you what, um, uh, from my kitchen table, that's, that's, how I, that's how I read it. That's how I interpreted it. And, uh, you know, with the statements coming in the late morning of, of, uh, from the president, and I believe he was in California, and he, you know, came before the podium and all that. But uh, bottom line, uh, they got caught ass out, man. And, and um, uh, uh, I'm, I'm wondering, I know the demographics are different. I know the circumstances are different. But I am wondering uh, if it could happen again. Well, I, you know, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know if they'll be caught with their pants down again like this one, but I do know that they are really don't want to see these other countries peel out of the EU. Because let's make this clear, India. If the euro crashes and the, euro, and the EU is basically shut down as a result of this, there's going to be a blood blast. Bloodbath mm-hmm. in the international right. financial markets. Mhm. Mhm. Yes. 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 It will be. It will be. It will be. It will be for those who are political observers, even for those to me who are casual political observers, or or you know who 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 only kind of fly over this stuff. This will be very significant and 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 paradigm shifting, and we should all be paying attention to this. And by the way, do you know what is the scary part of all of this? Everyone is talking with the true reality that this is not a fantasy impossibility. It's a very tangible possibility that the EU breaks up and the euro is made obsolete. No one is mentioning those words as if it's some kind of bizarre conspiracy that can't happen. People are saying that as possible as perhaps we have a rainfall in Florida this week. 
That Absolutely. is what should give people pause. And that literally, know, the conversation know. is being had that the EU collapses, meaning the euro is basically obsolete. And you know, and what 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 is on a on a uh, average citizen tip, uh, everyday citizen tip. What 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 is bubbling forth to me like a you know like a zit you know like a cystic you know acne like where like it lays low in the dermis you know for you know maybe a year and then and then and then it comes up and bursts um, the uh, this globalization uh, um, uh, this globalization is being challenged on a deep level and and and, and I, you know for decades we have been impacted by this. And I think that, you know, uh, again, people have been able to create illusions and, and, and keep people distracted. But globalization, um, uh, 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 which destabilizes uh, labor pools and suppresses, if not eliminates, uh, reduces wages, uh, 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 just uh, upends any kind of uh, economic security. And we know when the money is not right, everything else dominoes from that. So this whole globalization is being challenged uh, from the from the from the sidewalk uh, to the boardrooms, and uh, it's shaking shit up. And frankly, uh, 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 people have been uh, too passive and 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 too agreeable uh, for too long. And 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 um, uh, the globalization has resulted in. Uh, very few people having most, if not all, the money, and it has left people with a very bad taste in their mouth. People are frustrated as hell. People are angry. People do not want slogans and, 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 and highlights in your hair. Don't care about your ovaries. People want solutions, and it all starts with income and economic security. And when that, uh, 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 through globalization, uh, when that ha- uh, since that has dissipated, I believe we are. Uh, this is a cystic zit. This is a cystic zit, and this globalization is the mustard seed of this crap. And people are pissed, and they better pay a damn attention. They better pay attention. Uh, uh, I believe globalism and globalization, and 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 when the first Bush, uh, the father. I remember that speech he gave, and he said there, there, there is coming a new world order. World this is order. what the man was talking about, baby, and, and, and people weren't paying attention then, but now they are. I hope. I, I know in Europe they are, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping that we are. Uh, uh, with all due respect to the basketball game and the reality TV shows, uh, we had better be paying some attention to what's going on. Because uh, 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 people are not, uh, you know, this whole Hillary Clinton thing, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, mm-mm, mm-mm, no. So, uh, you know, what, 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 what do people like me do? Uh, because the, 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 uh, that ain't it. Well, let me tell you right now, I think we have to be honest enough with each other. And we have to be honest enough as people who are interested in justice and right thinking to understand that we might not really have the answer as to what is the next move. Because, frankly, we we have to be honest about that. Let's not give Mm -hmm. people false senses. Come on. Say it. False Mm -hmm. hope here. Because this is a quandary. This is a conundrum. This Mm -hmm. is a serious, serious uh, puzzle as to 
you know, what's happening here. Because people's 401ks are being eviscerated now. That's right. The few people, the few people who have jobs, mm-hmm. you know. As we and speak. And even those that don't, that, that don't, you know, what, what is the play? What is the play? What is the, what is the Hillary Clinton response? What is mm-hmm. the Trump response? What is the Sanders response, if they is worthy of hearing, hearing it, to a global human challenge to the international power elite agenda. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, they they created this globalization. They created all of this. Now when the when the when when it's challenged uh at its root um uh in uh, by the instrumentation that we have just now witnessed, uh now what is their answer for that? Uh they created it. Uh y'all wanted it, so here we go. So now what? And I, I actually think it's safe to say the same way we don't necessarily know what our plan should be. I don't think they know either. Hell no, they don't know. Now, I've always said that. They don't know. And they want us to think that they know. But we know that they don't know. But they want us to think that they know. I think a lot of this has been uh, winging it. As long as, you know, look, as long as people are placated and, and you know, keep them, keep them boozed up, keep them, you know, keep them cracked up, keep them, you know, keep them uh, ganged up, up, whatever it is, sexed up, fooled up, what, you know, whatever your du jour is, uh, keep you occupied over there. And, 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 the, and the globalization uh, industries just buy off whatever politics, hell, they bought off most of them, if not all of them. And, and and so, you know, they get paid and they write these trade agreements up. Uh, our uh, um, uh, uh, power uh, of, 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 of uh, manufacturing gets uh, eviscerated and sent overseas, and the corporations are tax-incentivized to relocate overseas. So, I mean, we have been played, and we need to just accept that. And it's, it's just like I told Ms. Janet Graham. What, do, do not play me. Like, that is one thing. Like, do not play me. And so I think that the world is waking up and saying, you know what, man, we've been played. We've been played. And, 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 and people don't like to be played. Now, I know that's very simplistic, and I know it's very sidewalk, but that's where it is. It's very red and white kitchen tablecloth, but that's what people are saying, man. This is all a bunch of bullshit, dude, and they're not going for the slogans. Everybody sees who everybody is, and especially when you run a Clinton up the flagpole for president, I mean – it's like it's so much data on that to a point where okay, wow, okay, that's all y'all got, that's it, okay. So now, so now it's just open, you know, just open play us. You know, just tell us anything and we'll clap like black seals behind you and we'll hold your little cardboard sign up. You get the power, you enrich yourselves, and we get screwed even more. Say it again. Say it two times if you have to. Exactly. Is That's it? where we are. And I think that, you know what, you can take all the crack you want, you can drink all the beer you want, you can eat all the ice cream you want, you, 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 look, you can do whatever the hell you want. But when you wake up, that's the real problem, and we've been globalized to death. Yep. And now people are waking up and saying, you know what, you can take your globalization and shove it up the crack of your uh, political behind, and now they're like, what? They don't like globalization. We're shocked. Hurry up. Let's buy bullion. Let's buy let's buy some bonds. 
Come on, man. All you got to do is pay attention to the people. People been mad for decades. And I just think they're just waking up. And that's why I wonder if it can happen here. But, you know, you know, I know the demographics are different. And, you know, Mr. Trump is, you know, uh, I, I mean, it's just I mean, it's just a mess. Uh, but 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 this whole globalization, uh, 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 what uh, you're the expert ever since what Nixon. Uh, uh, That's right. You got it. Getting us off, getting us off the gold standard, shutting down Bretton Woods, getting us on to the petro petro dollar, basically changing the whole nature of the American economy. Leaving the gold standard, tying us to the petrodollar, the fine, you know, the birth of neoliberalism, gutting, gutting, uh, you know, government, government financing of public institutions in the cities, moving to a bigger, broader finance capital. All of this, by the way, at the same time, black people get some rights and start entering into an economy that is now dying from the moment they get in. Surprise, surprise. Mm-hmm. In the seventies mm-hmm. under Nixon, mm-hmm. you just got, mm-hmm. you just got. You know, you're going to be happy for a hot minute for about literally 17 or 18 years. You're going to be gleeing and smiling when Bill Cosby's on TV thinking you have arrived, and then the Clintons are getting power in 92 and smash your black ass all over the stratosphere. So what, you had, what, a 22-year run of some freedom from 70 to 92? Is that how much you got for your civil rights movement? Oh, oh. Well, you know, uh, it depends on what the word freedom is. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, I could talk to you, like, for years. Okay. <laughs> I mean, uh, 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 because this is, I, I um, um, uh, 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 things are changing. And what I would tell people, uh, 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 just, you know, just from a kitchen table perspective, uh, uh, pay off, uh, you know, uh, you know, just, just, just bring it on down. Just, 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 just bring it on down. Uh, uh, uh take care of your uh, obligations. Uh, scrub your, scrub your. Try down. to Make live sure. as a minimalist. Yeah, have a there Spartan. You go. There you go. Boom. Have a Spartan existence and try to live as a minimalist. There you go. Bring it on down. There you go. And 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 scrub your records. Make sure you know, your homeowners association didn't put something on your. Re- you know, make sure. You know, in other words, you know, uh, live in full compliance with the laws. Scrub. You scrub down your records. Uh, go check everything. Uh, if you think you got a warrant or whatever, you better take care of that crap right now. But you know, get some. Don't be afraid to look at stuff. You know, like don't get. You know. You know. Don't like put the letter in the drawer and act like the letter doesn't exist. You know. Uh, 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 deal with the situations and 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 minimize your uh, footprint uh, because this is going to get real stanky uh, before it smells uh, any better. Pascal Robert, wow, you are awesome. You are brilliant, uh, and as I like to say, I, I I love the privilege of dialoguing with a brilliant brother mind. Uh, and it has been nothing but pleasure, even though the subject matter is barf-inducing. Uh, speaking with you, sir. I appreciated the opportunity. Have we expired our time thus far? Uh, we have six minutes and 58 seconds. And look, that Ms. went Janice faster than mad. I could have imagined. Wow. I know. Ms. Janice is going to be mad. Oh, okay. Look, you know what? While we're here, wait a minute. She's, see, uh, she does a close. I actually don't do a close. I just talk right. 
I talk right until the until the microphone kills. Okay, so the close is one one minute ten. Look, um, uh, in the time that we have left, give me your perspective on the latest. Um, uh, 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 what? No conviction in regards to the uh, Freddie Gray uh, situation. The horrific. I was not uh, surprised uh, by that, and just probably much to the disappointment of some of our audience. I feel that the prosecutor, the Miss Mosby, was well aware that she was overcharging these cops and she was not going to get them popped, and that she was doing this for basically atmospherics and as a public public relations vehicle to shore up support for her in the black community in Baltimore. But as someone who worked, who has some basic training and worked in the law, I didn't think those cops were going to get knocked were going to get knocked off because of those charges because they were too arcane and obscure of charges in an environment where, listen, anyone who works in the criminal justice system as a defense attorney or prosecutor, listen, getting a cop locked up is ridiculously difficult, man. It's very mm-hmm. no, these, the system. You got to start having special prosecutors. No grand juries. Forget grand juries. We've got to change the police officers' bill of rights to stop these cops from being able to call a defense counsel within 24 hours of an aggravated incident of abuse of a citizen, and have them literally have to wait for a criminal investigation, and normally get do not have the state pay for their attorney. We got to look at the why is no one talking about the police officer's bill of rights which is a cop constitution every goddamn city and state has that literally protects these cops when they do this kind of stuff their union set it up with the municipalities why are we not talking about gutting these police officers bill of rights why are these cops getting extra rights more than any average citizen when they're murdering and killing our children and our women and our men throughout this country we have to talk about the role of police unions what kind of deals do these unions Unions have where they can extort allegiance by our municipal mayors to basically placate them as they're doing all this kind of stuff. We have to demilitarize our police officers. We basically have to talk about civilian control of termination, not review civilian termination, civilian hiring uh, uh, mechanisms, uh, uh, peer review by civilians in towns of police activity. These cops have to be put under the thumb screw of the people of the neighborhoods they police. Requirements that police officers must live in the municipality in which they police. All of these things have to be on the table. These mm. cops are going buck wild. To answer your question, I was not shocked that the cops got off in Freddie Gray. Frankly, I thought it was somewhat of a publicity stunt to think that they possibly would have get them off because we did not have a hardcore evidence of a modus operandi to show why and how this happened. The case seemed kind of shaky to me. That does not mean that I do not believe that Freddie Gray was killed. It just means that unfortunately the facts didn't give me a clear, conclusive way for me to say we could nail these guys for what they did. And I think Ms. Mosby knew that, but she did not want to have her citizens feel disappointed and dejected. And I can't say I blame her, but I don't think anyone who was truly observing this is really surprised. What and you know uh, what I what I what I find with just a few moments left. What I find is that I'm 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 hearing just as an uh, everyday American citizen, uh, when it comes to uh, holding police officers legal uh, legally accountable, we hear this we hear this formula of the overcharging, 
Like we hear that a lot. Uh, like that's a strategy. Like no matter what the state, no matter what the situation, we hear they did it. That they did it with George Zimmerman. They did and, it with George right. Zimmerman. He was overcharged. Right. Yes. Um, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Robert, it has been uh, an absolute honor to meet with you and speak with you. I can only hope um, uh, that uh, I get the opportunity uh, to do it uh, again. Uh, and please do uh, check out uh, the Black Agenda Review. Uh, and report, tell us how report. we can. Black Agenda uh, Report. Black Agenda Report. Okay. Uh, Ms. Janice Graham has review here. Uh, tell us uh, how we can find you on Facebook and Twitter, sir. You can find me on Facebook. Type in my name, Pascal Robert. It's P A S C A L. Last name is spelled like Robert, no S. P A S C A L R O B E R T. On Twitter, at P. R-O-B-E-R-T-06. My blog is thoughtmerchant.wordpress.com. That's thoughtmerchant, one word, dot wordpress.com. You can also find my work at Black Agenda Report, Ty Pascal, Robert, Black Agenda Report. I'm also at allhiphop.com. I have some work at the Huffington Post and some work at the Washington Perspectator. Google me, I'm out there. Uh, and we will most certainly do that. Uh, Mr. Robert, uh, nothing but an honor uh, and a pleasure, sir. Thank you, and have a wonderful rest of your Saturday evening, sir. You too as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Okay, with that, I will say thank you, Ms. Janice Graham, for allowing me the privilege to sit in for you tonight. You have been listening to Our Common Ground. Ms. Janice Graham will be back with you soon. I am India Declare, a.k.a. I Declare, and I shall talk with you on the I Declare. Joining us on Our Common Ground tonight with our guest host, India Declare, and our guest commentator, Pascal Rever. We hope you'll join us next Saturday night, 10 p.m. I'm Janice Graham. And I'll be listening for you. This is a call to action. Wake the fuck up. Your vote counts and it's time to get off your asses and go to war. It's going to take every American to get the fuck up and do something. It's time the elite scumbags get a taste of Americans standing up and squashing them like the six come they are. Listen closely. There are more of us than them. It's time we unite together and take this damn country back. There is one person running that will clean house. There is one person who is taking the bullets from the demonic media who lie because they are funded by those in power. The media is a machine of the elite created to sway you to believe what they air on the news to manipulate you to do what they want. Every other word out of their dirty mouths is to deteriorate your confidence in the one person who they fear. Donald Trump. Divided by zero, we are all fucked. You have been warned.